Hi, I'm Evelyn. And I'm Danielle. Welcome to Sip and Read Podcast, a podcast where two long-distance friends sip some booze, critique some books, and get into some shenanigans along the way. On this season, our very first season, we are reading The Deep by Amakatsu, a historical fiction novel set during the time of the Titanic with a supernatural twist. So grab a drink, grab your book, and let's do it. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. it's, it's gonna be an ASMR. I know. Cheers. It tastes like ale. Yeah, it tastes like beer to me. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, hello. We're back in person again. I know. We're back in person <laughs> in my humble abode. I know. How fun. To in room today. How cute. cute. Yeah, we kind of already checked in with each other, but how are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Just working and going to school. Oh, yeah. Same old, same old. Oh, yeah. Same old. Okay. A good batch of chapters, as always. Mm-hmm. It gets real nice and juicy later on. Okay. Let, first, let, before we jump into chapter 21, let me recap chapter 20. Oh, smart. She slept walk. And she wakes up outside of her. <laughs> <laughs> they're having sex. When they're doing it. And then she gets the no. Oh, yeah, yeah. She gets that weird no. She goes to, oh, yeah, I'm gaslighting. Steed was hella gaslighting. You remember? It was, that was fun. Oh, and that's when at the end she's like, well, either Caroline's possessed or I'm crazy. And oh, I'm not crazy. Was, so like, obviously. it's Caroline. <laughs> All right. It's a ladder. <laughs> Um, so chapter 21, we are back in Maddie Astor's point of view. Oh, this girl. So for it starts off, she's just totally over being pregnant. She also is starting to think that Annie is the one that's possessed. Because remember a couple chapters before, um, Steve said that, you know, spirits can possess people to get what they need to be done, done. So now it's like a whodunit. Caroline is like, who did it? Annie's like, who, <laughs> who is did it? it? <laughs> it's like, who is it? Who is it? Who's possessed? Who's possessed? Maddie seems to think that Annie is possessed. Um, and she's kind of thinking back on that creepy ass story that Caroline told her. Dude, yeah. Plays a big uh, part in this, in uh-huh. this chapter. Yeah, it do- yeah, it does. No, not in this. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll get to coming that. up. Coming yeah, up. you'll have to keep listening. Um, she's super over being pregnant. She compares it to a demon being exercised. Sorry, just burnt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think she's alone in that. I, pregnancy. I don't think so either. It's not everyone's meant to be a mother, no. and I think that this girl doesn't really want to be. No, alone. not no, everyone's meant to be a mother, but mm-hmm. not, but also not everyone enjoys being pregnant. No. Um. Yeah. So she, she's also over. She's over Jack too. And we get a funny quote later on that I'll say later. Ew, but she's hella. Yeah, she just doesn't. I'm telling you, I don't think she likes it. Dude, this chapter started off with her saying that she needed get, to get out of bed. Because oh, the yeah. night before, Jack was just so touchy. Ew. Even in his sleep. I was like, girl, run. Yeah, get out of there. I don't like Request this. a separate room. <laughs> so she hauls ass. She gets out of there before he he's like not even awake yet he's like just trying to wake up she's like okay bye don't wait up um she meets up with we get three new characters in this chapter alice ethel and mabel fortune 
Mm. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't research them. So I don't know if they're real or not. I'll do that later on. I'll look that up later. Um, and they're kind of, they're closer in age to her. They're in their early to mid twenties. So she kind of relates to them more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually, she kind of feels like she's older than them because she's the only one that's married. None of the sisters are married. Oh, she, she has a very high, like, she thinks very highly of herself. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Um, so they're kind of like gossiping because I guess one of the sisters is like oh, they are real. crushing. Oh, they're real? Yeah. Wow. Titanic they... survivor. Though they survived all three? Alice Elizabeth Fort Fortune Fortune uh-huh. survived. Okay. Mabel survived. I don't know about Edith. Ethel. I don't see anything or Ethel. I don't see anything about Ethel. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Ethel died. Or maybe she's not real. Well, no, why would the other two be real? Yeah, but Look they were. Search um Let's see. She boarded the Titanic at Southampton as a first class passenger. Uh-huh. She traveled with her parents and her two sisters, Ethel and Mabel, and her brother Charles. Oh. Um, they even have the cabins they occupied. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go visit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go um, see diving. <laughs> at, at the time of the, um, the disaster, Charles and Alice were engaged. Wait, Charles? Wait, what? Not her brother, a different Charles. Oh, um, oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what is, what is going on? This should have been a story by itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, after the sinking, Alice and Charles were uh, were married on June eighth. Yeah. Dang. Well, good to know. They're real. Yeah. This will make it more personable, I think. Um. So the three ladies are gossiping. Uh, there's some kind of like love romance going on between the three. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't super invested because like they're not very relevant. Yeah, they're a little relevant. However, Maddie is like, I guess one of the like one of the sisters is crushing on a guy who's also on the boat and they're about to go to like the little gym to go visit the guy. And Maddie is like, is he handsome? Might as well get to the heart of the matter. Um, so she's like, let's go see him. I want to see a handsome face. She this is literally what she says. Then by all means, let's find him. I'd like to take a look at him myself. The thought of a handsome man made Maddie's pulse quicken. It wasn't that Jack was ugly, but God help her, he just wasn't her type. Yeah. God bless her. You know what? There's no harm in looking. I There's get no, it. I like to look at a I like to look at a nice looking man every now and then. It's just you know, a nice looking man at home. <laughs> at least, I know. At least to you. <laughs> yeah that's not my business though. um yeah so they basically go to the, the gym to leer at these uh-huh. like okay um she oh yeah she says something super weird because she's basically saying how much she enjoys looking at men and then she says perhaps she was not pregnant with a girl after all oh yeah but a boy the rush of desire she sometimes felt these past few months was positively masculine i don't know what that meant <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know what that meant either. I, I didn't like, enjoy reading that part. I was like, how do you equate the two? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Weirdo. Um, then this is where it starts to get a little bit juicy. She's looking at, I want to say, I think she's looking at either Di or Leslie. Um, and then she sees Annie passing by. And she says... Um, there was something else too. The stewardess was passing in front of a row of windows that looked out over the promenade, and yet she cast no reflection on the glass. And then Maddie like totally goes cold all over. She's like totally chilled to the bone about that. I knew it. 
okay. I know. Maybe we're seeing the so-called possession taking place. Dude, I fucking knew it. I'm not even surprised. This bitch is possessed. However, before before you jump jump to that conclusion, let me remind you that um, this girl's also on laudanum. Remember, she got prescribed that yeah that crazy stuff. So you never know; she could be drugged out. I know, and, and then, hallucinating. I feel like everyone's just hallucinating. Because I made that note for a couple chapters um, ahead uh-huh. about Maddie too, about how she, I made a note about how homegirl is lonely and like hormonal with the pregnancy, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's like obviously like on drugs too. Yeah. So I was like, is she really? Uh, is she really like? Is it really like the spirits doing for her, like acting out, which mm-hmm. you know we'll get to later, mm-hmm. or is she just oh, yeah. is it just her mental state? <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, just I really hurt. don't know. Sometimes I just can't. I cannot tell the difference. So we're off to a great start for chapter 21. Chapter 22, we're um, in Dai's point of view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't care. I never care. But we kind of get um, to know more about the scheme that Leslie and Dai had come up with. So basically what Dai and Leslie are doing are they're sneaking into all of these first class cabins and just looking through their shit. So that they can later on act like Leslie is a telepathic Dude, psychic what the guy. Fuck? Why? Like, I, like what? why is that your scheme? <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I feel like if they would have made more money just stealing at yeah. that point. But I, mean, I guess they can't because they're trapped on the boat. They can't steal. So yeah, so that's basically what they're doing. And right now, um, Leslie's target is Ethel Fortune, one of the Fortune sisters that we've met in the previous mm-hmm. chapter. Um, and he totally like went through her shit. And then... <laughs> he totally um he totally tricked her because he was like he's like any of those like psychics you see in movies where they're like oh i see a name oh i see this I yeah see that. he's totally doing this even though in reality he went through her stuff he found like a letter from a suitor so she's i guess this ethel is engaged to someone but she has another suitor on the side that like she i think likes more wait are they paying for his services no so yeah so i was like what so what they're just tricking these yeah, women what, do they, what your, do they get out of this what a lame little gimmick that ending? is yeah no so leslie's doing that as leslie does that die slips away to eavesdrop on the men in the cigar room and let me find the quote um the daughters of well-to-do american merchants might be gullible enough to believe in leslie's telepathic power but had little to offer as payment beyond a piece of jewelry or a peck on the cheek oh, i know but there was a number of fairly wealthy men on board who might be bored or curious enough to fall for um less which so die is basically going to the cigar room still have not to this day figured out what it looks like i tried <laughs> to google it what the fuck is all i found was like man cave i couldn't find like a or maybe i just didn't do it i hope they ventilation in it probably not they're getting secondhand they probably dig it probably got secondhand cancer (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um (laughs) so he's eavesdropping on the men in the cigar room um (laughs) this dude freaking scammers the both of them he like picks up like someone's leftover whiskey and like pretends it's his so he fits in he doesn't like get kicked out oh i didn't i thought he bought whiskey he buys whiskey later, but oh. first he just grabs a random Ew. glass. I know. You better not take a sip of it, sicko. That's We've been like- there. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess I can't judge him too harshly. Um, as he's like looking around, trying to find his next victim, he sees Mark 
um, like playing like poker with some guys and trying to bet a bracelet that's clearly a woman's bracelet. So Ty's like, okay, that you're totally betting your wife's bracelet. So not only is Mark a gambler, that's bad enough. He's a horrible gambler and he's like clearly like losing because they like basically tell him to go kick rocks Mm -hmm. or like get the hell out of here. So then he goes with Mark to the bar and then then he decides to splurge on a whiskey this time. And this bar, this was like weird. Dai was being kind of, um, Dai was being weird. I feel like he wasn't even like talking to him as like, oh, let me get this guy as my next victim. He like was having a heart to heart to this. Yeah, he was in his feels. Because he's basically like, where's your wife? Mark's like, I don't know. And Mark is basically, Mark says, I've barely been married a year and I can't say I recommend it. And that was funny to me too, because then for sure Lillian wasn't his wife. No, that I, think made, that's Lillian, I think Lillian was his wife though. Or maybe they were sure they married, were... but they, but he just says, I've been married, I've barely been married a year and I can't say I recommend it. To this woman. But I'm pretty I sure guess... Lillian was referred to as his wife, no? I don't think ever as his wife, maybe like as his love. Well, I would say the viewers correct us, but y'all won't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then Dai has this like super heart to heart with um, Mark. He says you married her. So Mark's like, I don't even know why I married the broad. I know. Why is he talking so much shit to a stranger? Well, he did to Annie too. So like, he just likes to divulge too much about his life. He's. I don't like him. I don't like him. Although I do kind of like him later. I can't tell. I don't like him in 1912, but I kind of like him in 1916. Um, he's like, you married her because you love her. You chose her. Um, you belong together. Like you, you have to make it work. He's like helping him through his troubles with his wife. I know. And why for are you? What? Why, for what? Why are you pushing them together? What do, what do you have to gain from? from I this? don't know. That was just a weird chapter. They relate to like. I think Dai is like talking him through. I think Dai is talking him through it about Caroline because Dai sees himself in Mark because he states that they both have like hearts they can't trust because Dai has like those strong oh, feelings for about, Leslie so yeah. he's like if it can work out between Caroline and Dai or Caroline yeah. and Mark then it I, can work out between yeah. Mark and Leslie <laughs> and I think also maybe he's like telling him because he's like you know you should he's probably like Mark should be so lucky as to be in, in love with a woman so like don't don't like um what's it called don't take advantage of what you've got you know like yeah. oh, don't take for granted what you have because he could be like die and not be able to profess his love actually yeah because i think at the end of the chapter he says that like mark has like a lot of potential to be happy oh yeah i know and he's like yeah he had it so easy though he didn't seem to know it married to that woman and dad to a beautiful healthy baby yeah so at that point he decides not to make mark his mark which is a very corny line they used in the book. <laughs> as uh, well as a work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't um, know why we had that chapter. Oh, I know why we had that chapter because they wanted us to know that Mark was stealing from Caroline. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So chapter 23, we're back in Annie's point of view. Um, she gets abruptly woken up from a dream, a dream that is centered around water and like the ocean. So we got another more water symbolism there. It's like sometime in the middle of the night or it's like late. And Mm -hmm. it's one of the, it's the chief steward. And um, he's saying that Mrs. Astor has asked to see Annie, which is weird because Violet is her stewardess. Um, So when she goes to Maddie, she's like, 
Maddie's like, um, I want to take a walk and I want you to take me. It's like hella late at night. So Annie's like, what the hell? Okay. Um, and then, so they go on a walk and Maddie's like totally asking um, like all of these like super weird invasive questions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And she, she makes this like reference to Macbeth saying a fool of scorpions is my mind isn't it just perfect to describe those restless thoughts we have at night and Annie's like dude what the hell why like why am I here why are you talking about this they keep on walking and Annie's like clearly really uncomfortable because she's like I don't understand why this lady's talking to me they haven't really had any interactions um besides technically when Annie interrupted that seance to say that the that Teddy had like needed help yeah annie is beginning to pick up that they're not just walking um like it's not just a casual yeah like clearly there's something on maddie's mind and one thing i forgot to mention in chapter 21 is she when maddie's thinking back on the seance the whole reason she thinks that annie might be possessed is because she's like she remembers that they were in like the throes of the seance and um annie interrupted it so she's like maybe the when the spirit was trying to come and contact them it like Ooh, I'm up too. <laughs> that beer is getting to us. Um, the spirit might have like gone into Annie because of her interrupting. Yeah, because that. when Annie walked in the room, the candles went out. Flew so. out, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then she's talking, she's asking kind of low-key personal questions. She asks if she's if she's where she's from. She asks um if she's had children or if she's ever been with if she has has a husband or a sweetheart and Annie's like no super uncomfortable and then Maddie says yes I suppose not Annie says what do you mean and then Maddie says oh just there's something very untouched about you innocent and childlike like girl you guys are like the same age (laughs) I know you think you're so cool because you're married to some old ass man and you're pregnant I was like girl she's older than you (laughs) I'm pretty sure she is older than her and then she asks if she believes in spirits and then Annie's totally like maybe we should go like girls stop asking me these questions yeah but maddie's like no let's keep exploring yeah let's let's go let's go so she keeps asking her more like personal questions she's talking she tells her about the seance um and she says maddie tells annie like i just feel like something dangerous is going on here don't you feel that too and she says something really creepy which i'm sure was alma's point um annie says and very trapped too don't you think none of us could escape were something terrible to occur among us like is that a hinting towards like the Titanic who said that seat? uh maddie oh maybe yeah maybe i thought that was... terrible does happen yeah yeah it's gonna happen really soon i know <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen sooner than you think girl then they happen upon the pool and and maddie's like let's go for a little swim and he's like girl get me the hell out of here so then she literally they get into the pool together she maddie's like tell me about your past annie's like i don't want to like annie's like refusing so click that and then this is another part where it's like annie totally is hiding some stuff because she i mean i i also guess that i wouldn't want to tell strangers especially this kooky bitch yeah right now like about like my past and what i've been through but she's like i don't want to talk about my past um she does say something really good though like because maddie's getting kind of annoyed she's like how can you say that like to, she's basically like tell me about your past tell me about your past and annie's like easy for a rich girl to say that her past was full of rosy memories nothing to make her cry nothing to make her wish she'd never been born 
Yeah, because Annie was telling, Annie was trying to politely tell Maddie to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And so she was like, I, she basically, basically said she likes to leave the past in the past. Yeah. Like, and Maddie makes a comment about why what, like, how it makes us is, who we are. Yeah. And Annie was like, you're privileged ass. Yeah. I like that. I was yeah. like, yeah, call her out. No, yeah. Say it out loud now. Um, then, I'm right. Don't hold back. <laughs> um, and then, oh yeah. And, and then Maddie says, and that reason is to find out if you are who you say you are. And he's like, what the hell? But then she's also like, I don't know who I am. She sometimes didn't even know who she really was. Her past wasn't just painful. It was a haze. And this goes back to, we kind of get that a lot when she like, she's like recalling things and she can't tell if it's memory or if she's made it up in her head. Even at this, even in this chapter, she was having instances of wondering if she was dreaming because she knew she had slept walk. Oh yeah. So she's like, is this even real? She was doubting her own reality. Uh huh. She's losing it. TBH. Um, and then Maddie is like, look, Annie, you don't have a reflection, but then Annie's looking at the water and she's like, well, it's, and Annie's thinking that it's too dark for anyone to see the reflection. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> Maddie tries to drown mm-hmm. Annie. Because at this point, Maddie has had a pretty strong grasp on, um, yeah, she's like, not, it's like the Annie's same thing arm. when Caroline was hella holding. Yeah, her. exactly. It's like a reproduction of that scene, uh-huh. a recreation of that scene. And um, as they're walking in the water, Maddie is like pulling Annie in, and Annie's realizing, like, oh shit, like, this bitch her, is drowning me. Yeah, her rip is getting tighter and tighter. And then before she knew it, yeah, she's Maddie pushing her head under the water. the water. And you know, I just had an epiphany because remember that cliffhanger when Caroline is telling her the creepy story, and Maddie is like, she knew what had to be done. So basically, what she took away from Caroline's story about the drowning of the brother A, brother B was that. In order to get the spirit to leave someone, you have to attempt to kill the person that's being possessed. So that's why she's like, well, I have to do it. She's taking matters in her own hand. So this girl's trying to drown her. At first, Annie seems to struggle a lot because she's like totally totally getting drowned. But then she's like, she says, take me. And then a voice coming from inside her, but not from the water itself says, no, you're not done yet. Um. (laughs) <laughs> <My> probiotics <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and then she she like thinks of again she thinks of the divisa so i think it's like the divisa safe telling her that she's not done yet yeah she said it's this it's the ocean it's the yeah sea. the pretty lady with the long dark hair um I'm, I'm, for a second i was like who the fuck is this bitch yeah <laughs> another character i know <laughs> who is it now god yeah, and i thought she's supposed divisa. to be evil i don't know i don't know so she finally makes her way out of the water she breaks free from maddie's grip um maddie kind of comes to her senses and is like i'm so sorry like i don't know what i was doing and he's like bitch do not fucking touch me right now um and then maddie kind of like frantically is explaining to her that like um she thinks like you know there's an evil spirit following her and she's only trying to protect her child she's like don't you see like that's only that's like i'm just trying to protect um, my baby and Annie's like not hearing any of it but then Maddie's like please don't tell my husband please don't tell the papers like I can't have this getting out and even though Annie like in her head she's like she would never do that she oh, oh she says you don't go to the papers when you're running away from your own demons why is this bitch hiding what are you hiding but she basically runs away she like doesn't say anything but she knows that she's not gonna rat on her but yeah she like totally books it 
I book it too. Dude, I would oh my I would have I don't know what I would have. I mean, I would have at least no, I don't know. I feel like she's probably in like a bad she doesn't know what to do because I think she can tell that Maddie's losing it. Oh so yeah. She's like, I don't want to like <clears throat> I made a note. Um after so while Maddie was drowning her, any even in like in like the state she was in about to die. She still had the thought of not wanting to harm the baby, Maddie and the baby in her tummy, oh. as in like fighting that. Oh, she was still mindful of that. Uh-huh. And when she was out of the water, and Annie or Maddie was pleading to Annie to like, um, like you know what her like thought process was of like wanting to drown her and like what she's going through and uh-huh. her stresses. Annie actually sympathizes with her a tad bit. Yeah. I was like, girl, you don't get the fuck out. I know. I know, right? Leave her to the wind. Leave her to the fucking Davisa. <laughs> but she does call her a crazy rich woman. <laughs> she is this a crazy, crazy rich, rich woman. woman. Um, yeah, she also knows that Annie or Maddie is a child, too. Maddie is yeah, child. she is. a Yeah, so she has, like, some compassion, which I guess is good. It's, like, honorable. Uh-huh, sure. So, whew. That is chapter 23. You can take it away. Oh, it was for the die and Leslie chapter. What? Because Leslie was like, oh, I feel shameful. For, um, what, is it, what was it called? For like lying to Mark because it came so easily to him. But I was like, die. Being good and bad is not so black and white. Okay, there's layers to you. Oh, yeah. And it's like, boo-hoo. You yeah. lied. Oh, well. Everyone lies. Yeah. There's layers to me, too. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Haven't you seen Shrek? <laughs> Come on, where's your onion? <laughs> oh, hell no. Kim and Connie are not literally what they're all fucking wearing. They're all just in black masks, faces, and everything. It's just That's black. The privilege that Annie was talking about. <laughs> I'm going to put this on the, the infographic for this week's episode. <laughs> Get comfy, girl. Oh, believe me, I am. Okay, let me turn to the chapter. I don't know why I have this book out because I didn't even use it. <laughs> oh. I just did the audio book. No, I almost thought about getting it. But yeah, I have the I got the free trial. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of expensive once the trial's over. It's like a how much is it? Is it it's audible? Yeah, it's like sixteen dollars a month. Oh shit. <clears throat> If we can get sponsored, it would be free for us. Yeah, <laughs> someone sponsor, Audible sponsors that. Dude, we, you guys would be a perfect sponsor. I should start shouting them out more. You should, yeah. <laughs> Not talking shit about how expensive they are. I need that break. I feel good. Uh-huh. Me too. Okay. Chapter 24 okay. takes place in 1916. Mm-hmm. This is going to be from Annie's perspective. Um. Mm-hmm. So in this part of the chapter, um, Britannic is currently on rough waters due to a storm that they're sailing through. Um, Many of the patients are seasick. Um, It's stated that water is entering the ships, going into the rooms. Um, The blankets are wet. Yeah, but Annie's using this opportunity as a way to keep track of Mark. there's but there's so yeah as a way to keep track of mark she remembers first encountering mark on the britannic and mark's reaction to her but obviously she's still delusional because i literally put still living in delusion (laughs) (laughs) because she still thinks 
Mark and her have a chance together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, while Annie's on the ship, she overhears that Mark has asked for a new nurse and, and it- believes that it must be a mistake. There's no way that can be true because yeah. she's Mark's nurse. And Mark obviously she's wants like, to see her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So she goes to Mark's room to check in on him, finds that Mark is actually gone. So he really did ask for a new nurse. Uh-huh. And his wish was was granted. <laughs> and it's said it stated that Annie has like is overcome with like anger pretty much. Uh-huh. She's pissed. Yeah. And he's also not happy to see her either. No, um, not at all. I wouldn't either. And, yeah. <laughs> and then so she goes and finds Mark in his new room. Um, and when she enters in, she notices that there's fear in Mark's eyes. But she, like, explains it away by him being on a ship again after the sinking and, like, the devastating loss. Yeah, like, Titanic he, he's was. just traumatized. He just has PTSD. Yeah, so that's another reason, another way she blames blames his reactions towards her away yeah she's totally just like explaining it away with all these countless excuses instead of facing the reality yeah that he just doesn't want you girl so she she chooses instead to sympathize for him Uh mark is very apprehensive of, of seeing her and speaking to her um that the fear that he has in his eyes i mean maybe it's has something to do with being on a ship but a lot of it probably has to do with seeing her yeah and he she's she definitely seemed like seems like a reminder about something for mark a reminder of a past that he rather forget mark says to annie that it's for the best that they don't have contact and yeah like i said there's too many bad memories associated 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 with their like relationship the mention of like the past um triggers a memory in annie from her past her past in I think like Belfast or whatever wherever it's Ireland. <laughs> Valentoy. Valentoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Belfast is in um, England, but nice try. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you were close. I mean, they had that bus on there, uh-huh. but yeah, Valentoy or whatever it is about. She has a flat. Uh, she triggers a past memory about um that priest that she had. I'm assuming an, an entanglement with. Oh, I love that word entanglement. I know, right? So much power in it. Um, and Annie is confiding in Desmond about how her brothers and father went hunting for a deer, and she um, she has like secondhand trauma from like the from the pain the deer happen. felt. Yeah, yeah, girl, oh, girl, where's your food come from? You <laughs> ate right. <laughs> Go vegan if you care that much. I'm fucking dead. And Desmond. That's been like strokes her like oh I think she's like kneeling at his feet and she like yeah, and she she saucy. he like strokes her and like basically it's all right it's like a circle of life yeah that's happened let the dead be dead yeah I was like ew I was like mm-hmm. predator <laughs> yeah another predator but it does say the soft voice of a young priest so maybe he's not as predatorial as the other men in this novel mm-hmm. are. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. And back to Mark. Like, please leave me alone. <laughs> she, she pretty much, yeah, he's, he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then she brings up a time as she's still trying to convince Mark that they had, they had, um, they have history and they have a strong bond. And she's trying to rush because she only has so much time before his actual nurse comes back mm-hmm. and kicks her the fuck out. And so she's like panically talking about how they have a strong bond and connection and history. And she brings up a time in their past um, where she says that 
they had a night together that she just that in was the, so memorable room, in the cigar room after a fire was put out yeah like what i was like ill they had sex <laughs> yeah so we think but then mark is like no that didn't happen yeah he only he only admits to a bit of flirting and he says that's the only thing that i can admit to sex never happened that is so yeah. i would never be able to recover from that Ew. when she said the fire was put out i was like is she talking about when she burned desmond's letter i don't know we'll never know <laughs> i worry <laughs> that we won't um and when mark said that about that like it not happening they never had they never had sex uh-huh and he's super hurt <laughs> as she should be i would be hurt too i'm not gonna lie but then she re- realizes that he has a head that he has head trauma and blames yeah. it on his head injury she's like oh my gosh silly man. <laughs> he'll remember this yeah. in, in time this is oh, so sad it's sad i literally put she continues to embarrass herself yeah and then mark's nurse his actual nurse comes back and kicks annie out of the room so the second part of the chapter is annie is taking inventory of the medical supplies um she's thinking about yeah she's hoping that mark will come around and realize that um that he'll need her in life he'll need her in many aspects of his life after um after his injury he'll also uh, one of the things that he'll need her he'll need her for is raising all dean he need, he's gonna need her to raise all the that guy needs to get girl. off the boat <laughs> you said it's 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 safer it's safer at the war yeah. than it is here <laughs> dude you need to get off that boat you need to get a, a judge you need to get a restraining order because <laughs> this lady is go cuckoo and as uh as annie's thinking about mark and um like the life they could have together she ends up like she's distracted and she ends up cutting herself as um as she's doing inventory so, but she, Annie's very, like, very docile. She doesn't want to be a disturbance to, um, or, like, embarrass herself yeah. to the other nurses. Because she, she doesn't want to have to admit that she was, like, dating. her mind wasn't, her, she was daydreaming pretty much. Yeah. So she, um, she decides to bandage up herself. So she goes to get a bandage. And then when she goes to inspect the wound again, she realizes that the cut that she inflicted on herself is gone um and at that moment like what when she's wondering what the fuck happened she hears a voice that says it says you didn't think you could hide from me forever did you it's the sea that has spoken to her since she was a child so the person that said you didn't think you can hide from me forever is the sea talking to her which i think is also the same voice from when maddie was drowning her saying it's not your time yet yes uh-huh. And it also says, I come, I've come for what's mine for what you owe me. You remember, don't you? Yeah. So, and then like, she goes back to that night with Maddie. Um, when Maddie drowns her, she remembers after the drowning, she's got, she went to Williamstead or Williamsteed. I don't know why she's um, that crazy. Old and man. I made a note of what Williamstead when she went to her, <laughs> when she went to him. <laughs> I'll put in some waiting room music. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> okay. Maddie Astor said I was possessed. She told him a shameful secret that anyone couldn't think this of her. It happens. He told her then <laughs> of no comfort at all. <laughs> I w- <laughs> it's like I feel like this is the time where he could have been gaslighting her. Uh huh. But he doesn't. He agrees with her, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's like, I wanted you to tell me that this is wrong. And you're actually telling me that it could be happening. Oh my gosh. She said, I witnessed, or he said, I witnessed it. Mediums willingly letting the soul of the departed inhabit their body so they can speak to the living. But I've heard of times when a dead soul inhabits a body against a person's will. An ordinary soul under extraordinary circumstances. It's never easy possession. The souls will fight for control of the body, you see. And at night, the spirits are stronger. They find it easier to take control of the body when the mind is asleep, dormant. Which could explain the sleepwalking spells that, oh, that they have. Uh-huh. Because Annie has, has obviously had like That's sleepwalking true. spells. And then when um when Annie went to go see Maddie, the um, beginning chapters. She also was like, is this real? Is this, am I sleepwalking again? Yeah, but also Maddie, Annie had described seeing Maddie for the first time oh. as looking like she wasn't like there. She might have been she asleep. She said herself. like her eyes were distant. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah, could yeah. explain that. And then after... Uh, Good one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, after Maddie tries <laughs> to drown Annie, mm. it's kind of like she oh, got... Oh, she like wakes up. Yeah, like, yeah. That, like that snap back to reality. Whoa. Um, so William continues speaking and he oh, says, we, mu- <laughs> we must tread carefully now, he said to her then. This mil- Miss... Um, what does that say malevolent this malevolent well anyway <laughs> this whatever evie said spirit may be responsible for one death already we may all be in danger yeah so william pretty Thank much you. just confirms her thoughts of a spirit being he confirms everyone's thought that a spirit is, is on possessed board. and that yeah. he's that it's trying to possess someone mm-hmm. again it's still like who done it who is it who's getting possessed the chapter ends with Annie saying that back in 1916. Yeah, that, that she never escaped the spirit from the Titanic. Yeah. Uh, like four years later, it's still there. Okay. Whew. That was pretty. Okay. That was rough to get through that one. It was. With the embarrassment. And <laughs> Mark is like totally not into her. <sighs> okay, so 1912. I'm just going to read it because it's so short. Okay. So yeah, West is. Western Union, Western Union Telegraph, April 13th, 1912. So this is one day before the Titanic sinks. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay. Lady To Lady Lucille Duff Gordon, first class passenger. Lucy, I'm afraid the fire inspector's office isn't quite done with us. They are not pleased to hear that you had left the country, but I assure them that you were prepared to answer all questions to their satisfaction. I am dispatching the post or I am dispatching by post their latest list. Do not despair. The ordeal will be over eventually. Give me, give my best to Cosmo. H. Benedict Wrigley, Esquire. Offices of Banks and Banks. I don't know what that meant. I don't know either. Another <laughs> I was thing, like, like who's, what? This, who's Lucille? That's the one that, um, she's one of the older women. Oh, she's the one that makes the lingerie. lingerie. Yeah. Nice. I know. Why is the fire inspector? I had, yeah. So she's involved in some kind of mysterious. I was like, another character to keep look up. I'm I tired. Know. And we still haven't found out those parents. I know. The Mitchells, I think that's what they were. I hope it doesn't get wrapped up in the very last chapter. <laughs> I know, right? She like wraps all of it up. Okay. This one's kind of, chapter's kind of funny. This is from Caroline's perspective. We're on chapter 25 now. Okay. <laughs> so in this chapter, Caroline um, is rummaging through her jewelry and realizes that there are some piece, there are some pieces missing, mm-hmm. including her brooch, 
which we know that you know Annie yeah. has possession of at this at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the brooch was actually a beloved um, possession of Lillian, uh-huh. Mike's old love flame, or not Mike, Mike. Mark, <laughs> Mark's old love flame. She's pretty emotional when she discovers that the jewelry is gone because um, she considers herself a very trusting person and she's been taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's trusting. I just think that she is, Yeah, I feel she like feels like, like nobody, like she's just so like elite that nobody's going to tr- like cross her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, about this girl. <laughs> um, so Mark ends up coming into the room. Caroline says that some of her jewelry has gone missing and Mark's reaction is like, shock and anger so he pretty much reacts out of character for the situation and i think he does this because he was the one taking her jewelry yeah at least the bracelet yeah for his gambling project so i, think I he know just he's totally guilty. acting yeah he yeah. is because i at first i was like oh maybe it was diane leslie who took it uh-huh but now i'm thinking no. i don't think Diane and leslie are trying to still think they have a bigger game plan going yeah Let, don't quite understand what that is no yet, but but yeah, so I think it was definitely Mark who took um, the jewelry to like fund his gambling addiction. Uh-huh, for sure. Um, Caroline is pissed. She's hell. Oh, and also I for, I want to mention earlier on page 20, 220, um, with the anger came the jitters. <laughs> so she's still Oh yeah, she's still out. OP. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so Caroline is pissed and she brings up Lillian because I guess she's like, she's, She's like not. She's antsy and she's just high strung because she's overdosing and her jewelry's missing. So, or not overdose. Or if not OD, she's going through withdrawals. Yeah, or something. Uh, I don't know what that was. And so yeah, she brings up Lillian because I think she knew it was going to be a trigger for Mark and she just wants to get a reaction out Mm -hmm. of him. But she brings up Lillian saying that I think she's saying that he's starting to act like Lillian or something like that. Um, It was pretty cutthroat. Let me see if I can find it. Dude, she was on him, man. Does it matter? It doesn't really matter what I what she said. No, let I me find it. That was a pretty good line. No, I know. I, I was like, that. ouch, girl, that hurt me. And I don't even like him. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Oh, you think I'm being unreasonable, don't you? Unstable. Isn't that what you said of her, too? Isn't that what you thought of Lillian in the end? Yes. That's a low blow, girl, but low key, get him where it hurts. Yeah. And she get said that, the bitch where it hurts. She said that because after she stated to mark that her jewelry was missing mark was like oh it's probably still here like don't yeah worry. he's just like dismissing her because he's like, oh, it. probably lost it he's because yeah, you took it um and so like caroline brings like bring uses this as a chance to bring up like old like discret like old like discrepancy she has against mark yeah so for one she asked mark where he was last night because apparently she was gone he was gone for it a significant amount of time uh-huh. and i was like dude this is when mark and annie have sex <laughs> apparently yeah <laughs> i know right mark tries to deflect from what um caroline is pretty much accusing him of yeah or like asking of him so he brings up audine and um saying that she seems seemingly more ill than like before uh-huh. caroline says like okay if you're that worried when we Dock in New York, we can take her to a pediatrician. Uh-huh. Um, but Mark is very adamant that something is not right. He said that he even brought up Audine to Annie, uh, and that makes Caroline even more upset so because 
And honestly, rightfully so, because Caroline can tell that Annie is pretty obsessed with Mark and the baby. Yeah. And doesn't really want that obsession around her and her kid. Yeah. Which I get because you're not wrong. Annie is obsessed with obsessed totally, with Audine. Totally, and yeah. I don't think I want that around my baby either. No, totally not. So she's like, I don't even want her around anymore. No. And Caroline asked again where Mark had been last night. So she's implying that she, Annie and Mark were together. Uh-huh. Because um when Annie had mentioned when Mark had mentioned that he mentioned Audine to Annie, Mark and Caroline was pissed and Mark was sticking up for pretty much Annie saying that totally like, he takes she helps take care of Audine that like, there's something wrong with me telling you this and so he he's just pissing off pissing off Caroline even more Maddie doesn't know how to shut up y'all be disclosing too much information just stop talking go in the dog house. oh my god I, he was just putting his foot further and further in his mouth in his mouth every single fucking word and then Caroline asked what happens what um where he was again last night she was trying to he was she was trying to prod for more mark discloses more information he said that he went for a walk like he said he got lost on his walk he saw annie and uh and she, she was, was all wet and she helped Annie, and he helped annie to her room caroline asked what what happened to annie mark says oh i can't tell you tell you because annie asked me not to i would have been so Dude, pissed i would have thrown that bitch i would have been so pissed i was, I was like do you should have just lied <laughs> I, like oh why are you saying this i dude? know i would be asking like you didn't it. have like God, guys are just so, so dumb because i know in their head they think that they're just being honest but yeah, like, so you're being too honest at this yeah point, this lie to me, shut dude. up yeah i'd rather i don't want to hear about this and then for him for her to be like okay well what why was she wet well, what happened and he's like well she asked me not to tell anyone i would have been like <laughs> dude do you want me to murder you right now i, I was oh like you God. barely know this girl has no ties to you y'all aren't family y'all met like three days ago yeah oh yeah they say it's only been three days i will kill you <laughs> i would kill you i am withdrawing right now it's yeah I won't do it. you, yeah you better hope that i don't lose it <laughs> and then so as caroline is about to go off on mark she realizes that she might not be in the best headspace right now because she admits that since she's been on this ship she's been acting different so actually it's very mature of her she gets up and yeah. she walks out the room you know what good for her because oh man yeah i'm very reactive i wouldn't i don't know if I i'm a very but, reactive person. but like that's my instinct is to react i'd have to talk myself off. yeah myself and off especially if you got me really mad there was this one time where i got in this screaming match with my boyfriend and i was like screaming in my car <laughs> and people could see me because i was like on the free okay i've been mom <laughs> ex-boyfriend of you is listening to this like, way i'm like on the freeway and i'm like Do you like vintage, especially if, like, you're arguing with somebody who's so, like, logical and yeah. what they say? Uh-huh. And, like, you're, like, I'm, like, more emotional. I am, Like, too, and in the yeah. of the moment, it's and hard I for me lose, to group my words yeah, together. I just lose logic, <laughs> so I just lose my shit. I just go balls to the wall and insane, oh, so. Man. Good on her. And for her to be all drugged out, too, and not go balls Dude, to the wall and insane, like, out. I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, man. So that was it. That was chapters 21 through 25. I know. I feel like that was a speedy one. I know. Like, there was a lot going on, but it also wasn't. It was really straightforward, I think. Just, like, not a lot of, you know? You know what I mean? Like, it really sh- got straight to the point in these ones. It wasn't a lot of. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, there like, wasn't, like, leading up to anything. Not a lot, like, a lot of guessing components. Yeah. 
So do you have any updated um predictions? Yeah. Um well last week I predicted that there's gonna be a clear possession. <laughs> Still hasn't well I kind of take well, I kind of take Annie having no reflection uh-huh. as like homegirls possessed. Oh yeah, but also maybe the Titanic is gonna crash into the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> that has to happen next. Yeah, I yeah, that is gonna be happening very soon. So that's definitely you know you're gonna get that one right. Yeah. That's safe. You're oh, I wonder. I I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> okay, let me try again. Maybe um Maybe Audine is going to take a turn to the... Oh, no. Doesn't Audine fall overboard at one point in time? I think ship? when the ship goes... Maybe she's going to fall overboard next chapter. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I have no... I think... But what did I say in the last... I think my last prediction was that... Um, I forget. I think that something would happen with Mark and something did happen with Mark. I did say, I, I think I said something of, like along the lines of, I hope Mark puts Annie in her place. And he did. Although Annie still is living in delusions, like not believing that he I doesn't want her. Maybe we're wrong. And maybe it's Mark that's really gaslighting her. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. God, I don't even know what. All right. <laughs> so thanks for watching, friends. Yes, thank you. Um, next week, we'll be back with chapters 26 through 30. Bye. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sip and Read. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Sip and Read. You can also follow us on Instagram under at Sip and Read Podcast and on TikTok at Sip and Read. We'll see you next week.